In 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 27, Paul says, I discipline my body and make it my slave. You know, we often forget, guys, that God has called us to steward the bodies he gave us so that we'll be ready, healthy, and spiritually dangerous to fight the good fight, whether it's working at your job, serving your God, protecting your bride, or being a great dad to your kids. That's why we're so excited to partner with Mountain Tough Fitness Lab. Mountain Tough Fitness Lab is run by Christian men who are passionate about training you to be your best version and to stay dangerous and ready for God. Join me on my journey by going to mountaintough.com. That's M-T-N-T-O-U-G-H and getting your free six-week trial when you type in the code ARENA30. You won't be disappointed. Stay dangerous. Welcome to the Man Card Podcast and our mission to build an army of men in the arena who are becoming the best version of themselves in changing their world. Males are born. Men are made. We're going to separate the men from the boys. A man is as a man does. We want to help you to become the best version of you. Theodore Roosevelt spoke about this rare breed saying, the credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood. That's awesome. The man card belongs to those protecting integrity, fighting apathy, pursuing God passionately, leading courageously, and finishing strong. A man is as a man does. Enjoy today's episode. Men in the Arena Army, we salute you. We honor you guys for grinding it out the stress bubble of life thank you for listening to this episode of the man card podcast where our goal in every episode is to call you into the arena of manhood call you out of the faceless nameless male dominated bleachers and to call you up to the absolute best version of you because when a man gets it everyone wins speaking of everyone women winning i'm here with my co-host the producer of the man card podcast dale culver how you do my man I'm doing good. How you doing? I'm doing okay, man. Doing uh, okay. Is it no shave November yet? No, I did those two uh, hunting trips. Yeah, and so I grew my, uh, I started growing it out. You got a little thing going on there too. A little I like something, it. Something. I'm little thinking silver, down here, silver fox. We went to the pumpkin patch the other day, and when I was sitting on the little shuttle, the little hay ride that's not really having any hay in it. Somebody uh, came and thought you were Santa. All these guys around me had these gnarly beards, and I'm oh, going, gosh. Oh, just let it grow, baby. I think those are, and I won't tell you what I think about those. I anyway, drive an F-350. I, I think can get you're away you're working with it. too hard. I'm not driving a Prius. So so I just I don't like the long beard look, but I don't like the beard look at all, but I got this little couple-week deal going on, and I shaved it this morning a little bit, and yeah, the kids I like it, tell. and Shanna likes it. Yeah, you shaved like a strip there and a strip there. You see I, you see, I missed something? <laughs> I miss an area? No, it's, oh. Yeah, like... Your whole I just, face. I kept my neck. I kept my neck <laughs> shaved because I don't like that whole neck hair thing. But yeah. anyway, hey. So anyway, I'll probably shave it again, but no shave November. We'll see what happens. So anyway, yeah, yeah. Well, cool, man. Yeah. Well, so you want a man law? You want to talk about that? I got yeah, one. You got a man law for I'm me. I'm driving here today. I'm thinking about things that you've gone through this last week. Oh, hey, or so. wait. Let me say this as a disclaimer. Mm-hmm. So we are a little bit behind on our podcast. We're like an like an episode behind because there was an episode there was that happened last week. And I was thinking so, about that yeah. episode, and I came up with a hey, here's a good man law. Okay, what is it, Hit dude? Me. When your wife calls you in crisis, 
it is time to remove. It is time to formulate a plan yeah. and go go take care of your woman. Go rescue your bride. Yeah. So I was thinking that on the way here today for uh, a minute, and then you texted me and said, "Hey, we should talk about that." Well, uh, Eldridge says that the three what was it three core purposes of a man are to have an adventure to live, mm-hmm. a battle to fight, and a beauty to rescue. And so I had an opportunity last week to rescue my beauty. <laughs> so the hard part when you, with your beauty is to determine what actually needs to uh, a rescue. Yeah. Like when is it actually a, a, a thing that necessitates rescuing, and when is it a thing that maybe necessitates a rebuke, a gentle rebuke, or, mm. or okay, maybe later. Like I got a phone call coming over here this morning. We got in last night at midnight. I got a phone call this morning. The the the, the cords in the, the bathroom don't work. I can't blow dry my hair. I'm like, well, I'm all the way over at work, and I can't help you right now. So can you just go into the other bathroom that is unoccupied and blow dry your hair? Oh, yes, I can do that. Okay, so I'll I'll take care of it today. Yeah, I'll take care of it. Circuit breaker. But there's a big toolbox in front of our circuit (laughs) breaker, and and I didn't want – I can't move it. I don't want her to move it because she just had a major surgery. So anyway, so that's what happened. I'm pretty sure the fire marshal says you're not supposed to put anything in front of the uh, circuit breaker. Oh, really? Yeah, pretty sure about that. So that in case there was an electrical fire, you could shut that off. Well, let's go back to my – let's go back to (laughs) our story. So, yeah, so at – so my wife is a flight attendant. And so she can fly wherever, and she can just jump on a plane and go if there's room. So her sister and aunt and several other uh, ladies that she knows were in Cabo San Lucas for a girl's trip. And they were harassing her to fly down. She didn't want to go because she, she's really swamped with time. But she had a three- or four-day block where she was free, and she was going to come back to me. And she decided to fly to Cabo. So she flew down to Cabo San Lucas on Monday. And on Tuesday, she called me in severe pain. She could not stop vomiting. And uh, I said, "Hey, usually these resorts because they cater to the they cater to senior adults. They usually have a doctor on staff." And so I said, "Hey, you need to call the doctor on hand. Get him up there." So she called the guy. Thankfully, her aunt was there and her sister and people who cared about her. So the doc came up and said, "Hey, I think it might be this, but she wasn't. She couldn't get her pain under control, and she couldn't stop vomiting." So they finally admitted her to a hospital. And the resort hospital that they took her to is actually a private hospital. It only had five beds. It was really, really nice. I mean, really, really nice. We were very, very impressed. So, so she called me and said, "Hey, I think I have to have surgery. They think it's, uh, they think it's a cyst." And I thought she had said uh, ten millimeters. And you know, because I'm an American, and I only use empirical measurement, I don't even know what a millimeter is barely. <laughs> and so I was like, "What?" And then she said centimeters. Said, centimeters. Gosh, that's got to be. You know, five inches. I don't know what a centimeter is. I really don't care. You know, and and uh, so they. She ended up going under surgery Wednesday night, and so I was in freakout mode. I'm like, okay, I need to get down there asap. But the in Oregon, the earliest flight left at five in the morning, so I couldn't even. And it goes to Seattle, then straight down. So I was scrambling. I had our first ever virtual team starting. I had a, another a great Hunt for God team we're doing on Sunday night. I had We have our big fundraising banquet that raises your entire salary for the year. Uh, planning all that. So, But I just like, hey, my wife needs me. She's she's, uh, And more than that, I was completely a, an emotional wreck because here's my best friend. Here's the love of my life who I don't know what's going on. She's in great pain. She's screaming in the background as I'm talking to her aunt. So I got on a plane, man, and I flew down. She had surgery about 10 o'clock. Nine o'clock on Wednesday night, I got down there at five o'clock on Thursday, mm. and so um, they removed a fifteen centimeter 
So 15 centimeters, when a baby is born, the woman is usually effaced to 5 or 10, 10 centimeters. So this is 15. This is bigger than a baby's head. It looked like a baby's head. It was huge. And you saw the picture? I did. In Mexico, you got to love it. They let you, they bring it out and let you take a picture, right? So, yeah. So she had this huge thing removed. She's got about a 7 to 8 inch scar on her lower abdomen. And uh, they also removed, and this was, a, and it was kind of the fun part of this is this this cyst was twisted around her ovary, and so they removed the ovary and the cyst, and so everybody thought we should name it, so we named it the Twisted Sister. Yeah, we're not gonna. So take you finally it. had a daughter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but she only had a head. <laughs> so anyway, so so we've been. So I went to I went down there. Thankfully. Her parents on this timeshare, her parents were going down that week. So we actually went from the room her sister was in. It's a penthouse. These are beautiful penthouses. Playa Grande, Cabo was, I mean, they, right on the, it was beautiful. So then we moved into her her parents and stayed. She had, we had two beds. We, we were each in a separate bed. And I just, Kate took care of her bandage in the morning and got it all wrapped up. And there's some special way to wrap it and, you know, carried all the stuff and helped her around and just made sure she was okay and got her medicines to her and all that. And anyway, flew home last night. So her, her, so I told her that's a little extreme for a vacation. Her, she actually had her 49th birthday, uh, in Mexico after a surgery. So I'm like, that's a pretty extreme thing to do, babe, to get me to come down to vacation. So did you have any kind of magnum takeaway from this thing that you could uh, share with our guys in the arena? Yeah. Our, our women, our wives should be the most important person on the planet, mm-hmm. and they need to know it. And when a crisis arises and our wives need us, we need to be there more than anybody else is there for them, more than their best friend, more than their parents, more than their, their kids. We, are as their protectors, need to rescue them. Do you think there's ever anything in your wife's head that would, or she would verbalize to you, Hey Jim, don't worry about it. I'm gonna be okay down here. You got stuff going on. You don't need to come down. Did... Yeah, she said, "Hey, you've got the banquet. Uh, yeah. You've got a lot of stuff going on this week. Don't feel like I'm like, hey, that's not even an option. Yeah. Just shut your mouth. I'm coming." Yeah. And then once I was down there, she had the surgery, which took away the the pain of the cyst. But now she had the surgery pain and the wraps right. and all the care that she needed. And she said, "I know you got this banquet. You got a lot of stuff going on. Why don't you just go home Monday?" And I'll because they weren't re- they would not release her for five days after surgery because yeah. they're afraid of blood clotting post op, right? So they so she said, you, "You, I'm fine. I can walk and move around. You know, just go." And I'm like, "Dude, are you? I'm insulted <laughs> that you. How yeah. dare you even yeah. say that I would right. leave the most important person on the planet in Mexico?" I mean, yeah, it was Cabo, but it's Mexico. Mm-hmm. How dare you say that I would do that? So, you know, and she was thankful because we had to wheelchair her in San Diego. It was about a half-mile walk from one terminal to the next and had her in a wheelchair, and I was carrying my bag, her bag. You know, understand what women carry, right? Mm-hmm. My bag, her bag, her backpack, my backpack, and I was just humping that stuff around for her and just taking care of her. And so, um, I, yeah, I think that we as men, we just, when those situations step up, we can de- here's what I would say to men: you can defer everything except final responsibility. Mm-hmm. You can delegate, not defer. Delegate, and I can't delegate my final responsibility for my wife. I don't want to delegate that, and so and I think I'm That's a better good. man for it. Our marriage is better for it. My wife is better for it. Everybody's better for it. Right. That's so, good, man. Yeah. I'm glad to hear it all worked out like that. Yeah, it did. So, guys, I want to encourage you, man. Uh, keep your eyes open. Be aware. And, and man, your wife needs rescuing. She may not think it. She may not say it. She may not articulate it. She may actually say just the opposite. 
Nonetheless, she needs you to be there for her as the most important person in her life. So, man, you've been listening to this episode of the Man Card Podcast. A little bit different today, I realize that, but we want to help you change your world, and it's as easy as one, two, three, and it's as difficult as one, two, three. So, guys, we want to ask you to enlist. We've got some amazing free resources out there for you. Download our free app. Uh, subscribe to the Man Card Podcast. Join the Men in the Arena closed Facebook forum for men. We're over 10,300 guys in less than a year, uh, guys, and invest in yourself. Uh, go get uh, go to our gear page, pick up our gear, or find a guy or a, a group that resonate with you and get get a hold of their gear and grow into the man that you need to be and become your best version. And guys, change your world. Get involved in the causes that you care about. Do not be anonymous. Step up and serve. Get involved in your local church. Man, join us and build an army of men in the arena who are becoming the best versions of themselves and changing their world because when a man gets it, everyone wins. Hey, until next time, feel the wet sand on the arena floor. Hear the deafening roar of the crowd. Taste the sweetness of victory. Smell the stench of battle. Get in the game. Get dirty. Grind it out. Go save your wife in Mexico. And be a man. This is Dale Culver, and you've been listening to the Man Card Podcast. Has your man card been challenged today? If you hunger to be the best version of you, then join the thousands of men around the country on our closed Facebook forum called The Men in the Arena. This is the best place to have open discussions around the topic of manhood. Also, make sure you ask about our newest equipping opportunity called The Man Card Weekend with The Men in the Arena. Let us inspire the men of your organization to become the best version of themselves today. And don't forget to purchase a copy of Jim's new book, The Man Card. Five Characteristics Separating Men from Boys. This is the best book out there that defines what a man is and does. In it, Jim combines his master storytelling abilities with his no-holds-barred style, distinguishing between men and boys. If you want to keep your man card, then pick up a copy of this life-changing book today. Simply go to the Great Hunt for God app or mancardpodcast.com and pick up a copy today. Thank you for listening to this episode the man card podcast this is dale culver signing off until next time join our army and become the best version of you get in the arena let the world feel the full weight of who you are grind it out be a man what type of dad are you guys in my 35 years of ministry i've noticed that guys basically fall into two categories and in those categories there are four types of dad or four phases that you pass through as a dad we just dropped an amazing quiz to help you discover what type of dad you are find out what type of father you are and get our custom resources fit to meet the needs and the questions you are asking head on over to menarena.org join 20,000 men's from around the world and find out the type of dad you are.